everyone, and welcome to episode, oh my gosh, what episode of the What She Podcast is this? What is this, 60, 68? We are almost there. Next episode, <laughs> be a good oh one. Episode 68 of the What The Sheep Podcast, where myself and Alana will be discussing, breaking down, and at least for me, I will genuinely be freaking out over <laughs> Critical Role, Campaign 3, Episode 10. There was, while this was, I think, probably the shortest episode of mm. the campaign so far. Definitely. There was yeah. a lot. It was, There was a yeah, lot that we got in this one. Jam-packed with uh, productive arc forwarding action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it was it was a spooky episode, too. <laughs> it was. Like, this should have been, like, their Halloween episode. Mm. It would have been perfect for really one good. with all of the ghost talk. <laughs> uh, but before we get into the... Uh, well, I mean, I guess the super scary stuff kind of starts right away. Does, almost. Yeah. I was going to say, before we get into that, let's start from the beginning. But the beginning is pretty much that. that uh, yeah. So we obviously... The theme. <laughs> yeah. We obviously ended last week with a cliffhanger of Chetney bursting through the window of Vali's uh, chambers and then mm. having to deal with the aftermath of those consequences. Yeah. And, uh, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Vali, Vali's got an eye. Uh, being able to chase uh, an invisible gnome. Quite, pers- yeah, quite uh, perceptive. And I think they did mention that the rain was making it easier because yeah. you get that kind of like mm-hmm. outline of um, For sure. like a figure in the rain. Um, but yeah, that was super tense and it didn't, like, I, I feel like the the narrative sense would be like, yeah. oh, he escapes in the rain. But like, it's D&D, so you roll and it doesn't often go your way. And I think at least mm-hmm. in the first half of this episode too, the stealth rolls in general were not good. Um, no, it was, they were having a rough go at it, this this but, episode but, with those rolls. And I need to go back and check. I feel like at least with every stealth roll they did, there was at least one natural 20. It was just there was so many other bad rolls associated. Mm-hmm. Yep. But with, um with Chetney trying to escape and he's just like there you are I was like oh no that's not good <laughs> that's that's the opposite of what we want um because because there you, then you get this little gnome trying to outrun someone yeah. with greater speed than them not it's going just to not going to happen the math would, says yeah. no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there is a lot because I know we have some theories about uh Chetney's yeah, or Chetney's like, why didn't he dash like why didn't he yeah. just use yeah, yeah. I mean also, taking that a step further, uh, we have some theories about Chetney and his, uh, you know, if he's actually a rogue or not, or if there's something else yeah. going on there. Uh, well, Dash, out the door, but he didn't. <laughs> nope, nope. But what I was thinking, it was, it was actually, I think I think they actually handled the situation pretty well, because they obviously yeah, did, they, they didn't want to fight, uh, and I think that would have just made things way worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know... Imogen attempting to do the the catapult on the ball bearings, which is really cool, by the way. That's cool. That was a really yeah. cool idea. Uh, unfortunately, not working out too well in their favor. Mm. Um, but just trying to talk, trying to talk him down, calm emotions coming in pretty clutch that was, there. Yeah, that was really um, good. I, yeah, I liked how it didn't make him like give up the chase. He was still mm-hmm. like, yeah, come out. Yeah. I want to talk to you. It's just he didn't mm-hmm. hate him anymore. It was more right. Just, like, I'm still curious, and I'm still, you know, I want to stop you. But, right, like, what the heck was all but, that about? But I'm chill about it. Yeah, um, I'm a bit I'm a bit more chilled out. I'm a bit more zen yeah, about the whole I thing. I took a second. I took a breath. I remembered mm-hmm. what my therapist told me. Um, <laughs> the I, I'm, I'm loving Imogen as the kind of uh, 
almost the face of the deception of the group. Um, yeah. Because she's so quick and she comes in with like with really good lies out of mm-hmm. nowhere and it seems almost counter to Imogen as a character it's almost counter to how she is quite nervous and uh, honest almost and uh, you know a nice southern girl um, yeah. <laughs> like she's she's yeah she's very quick to jump into the deception um, which is great because it's using her her charisma um, but yeah, it, for sure. it does remind me a lot of like uh, Ford as the face in campaign 2 where mm-hmm. he was very um, commanding and he could easily take control of the situation and like act a bit like a boss um, yeah. but outside of that he was you know happy to follow lead and a bit insecure and um, all these other traits so I love this kind of concept of Imogen is able to act mm-hmm. and deceive when she needs to, but it, more internally, she's quite a timid, shy character. But it's just so good when she jumps into it. She's just like so c- convincing <laughs> with the, mm-hmm. the choices she makes. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a great one. This one set this one set the the theme for the entire episode. It really did. Uh, and Laudna, Laudna coming in to really set that oh, tone. The, but what was funny was I don't know if you were watching Travis's reaction. To whenever oh, Marisha always. was like describing, <laughs> oh yes, yes, of course. And then when there's anything ever remotely scary that appears in the game, you always just got to keep an eye on Travis because his reactions are yeah. always so funny. It's yeah, and it's it's it makes sense. Yeah, like we need to. Oh, I hear this ghost, and it's just like, hey, mm-hmm. Lorna, you're up, <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> but then, but he was also playing into it too because Chetney was saying like, I died in there. Yeah, <laughs> like, free, like trying to play if he was a ghost. A ghost that broke the window. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. But so. I, I wonder. Uh, this is jumping ahead a little bit. I know we we, we, we never do that. Okay. We never jump ahead in this podcast. Just this once, uh, we'll let it slide. Um, something a guard said later in the episode. I don't know if this was just Matt trolling or if this might actually be something. If he was like actually working off of like this ghost story that they were building, yeah. And he was like, okay, well, what if they're actually is like legends or rumors of this place being haunted uh because then yeah. when they talked to a guard when they all came back the guard was like mm. yeah there was like a massacre here 35 years ago yeah. and legends say like the souls are trapped in here that that could be either what matt had planned or just what he what he thought of to go off of you know what was already happening yeah i was thinking that too i thought that was mm-hmm. really cool because it, it does sound kind of just like that rumor ghost story that you hear yeah. of like mm-hmm. places but I mean, it's D&D, and we know for a fact that there's some creepy shit happening in this building, so I wouldn't be surprised if there was some truth to that story as well. Um, right. But I think that same guard also said, like, yeah, how did he break a window? <laughs> like, how did yeah, wait a it? minute. Yeah. Ghosts can do th- um, Ghosts can do crazy things, man. But it kind of, um, not so much deflated, deflated's not the right word, but it kind of uh, made Varley very unintimidating that's not the word i wanted but it's it, it mm-hmm. made him a lot more um uh less scary as as yeah. it progressed because they eventually what find out it was a ceremonial sword uh, mm-hmm. it was i, I mean because at the, at the end of the day i think i think he really he's just like a, a business <laughs> communicator he's yeah just like he's someone a, who probably like connects different parties to each other and manages yeah. like trade routes so i mean he's probably not some crazy you know, mm. ridiculous, powerful individual. Um, yeah. It I think seems in my like... head, I was like, oh, he's got a creepy letter and he's talking to the yeah. person. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy's evil. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. for them to yeah. destroy him. 
And but I mean, he like... probably is a, a pretty bad fellow. Uh, Sounds this, like it, yeah. This might not necessarily be a, a, the fighter type. He leaves that exactly. to the uh, the scientist below. Yeah. In the the hidden chamber, whoever the heck that is. We'll we'll get to that character when we when we get there, because that's a whole thing. That was a whole thing mm. that happened. That was um, a thing. Yep. But no, they were they were able to successfully uh, evade capture and uh, further investigation. Um, Volley, what, do you, what did Volley just end up like running away? He, he, he ended yes. up running away. Yeah, cause because he, he, they got because Lorna came out in the terrifying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh no, she made was that when she made the wall jump out? There was a lot of apparitions. There was a lot. There was a lot. Um, I can't remember if this was the the wall reaching out to grab him or if this was just her stepping out in mm -hmm. her terrifying image. There was a lot of you know words going on in his head as well. Yeah. So it's it's fair to this man that he decided to flee. Um, mm. I did love the uh, him dropping the sword and like, oh, we can give that back to him later as like our way in later. And Fern's just like, yes, we'll give it back to him later. <laughs> like, yes, yes, right? yes, yes, for sure. Yeah. We'll give all of his possessions back. Where, where is she keeping all of these things? I know that's like that funny thing of like fantasy D&D RPGs. Like you have so many things in your inventory and you just you just whip them out whenever whenever you need yeah. them. Uh, you got to keep the aesthetics. You got to keep the aesthetics. 100%. You don't want to. Yeah. Have the you don't show want inventory. Backpack on your back. Yeah, <laughs> like... who wants that on them? No, yeah. it ruins the vibe. Uh, yeah. But no, it's great. It's great. Uh, but then they eventually brought up well, once once things settled and they left. They left this space. Mm. Uh, they had to break off into smaller groups. Split uh, the party. Split the party. Always, you know, the number one number one rule that you don't do. But in this case, <laughs> I think it works out. Uh, because we yeah. had the group, the date, or pretty, and I'm so glad that yeah. they didn't oh just totally God. blow that off, because I, I would have been beside myself. I, I would not have been okay and, if they had missed you that. Tell, you you know that Matt would have made it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he made it so beautiful when they did go there, and the, oh. We'll talk about when we get to it, but just the fact that there was like a bet going on and yeah. like Aww. how sweet it was. If they didn't make it to that date, it would have cursed them. They would have been followed yes. by, haunted by that choice. Um, yes. And I was so worried because at one point too, I think like uh, FCG was like, do we really have to go? Like I guess <laughs> playing into the character of he'd never seen a date before, but at the same time, yeah. like, like, is this the most pressing thing? And I think even, like, maybe Dorian was agreeing. Like, yeah, is this, like, the most pressing thing we have to do right now? And I'm screaming at my screen going, yes! <laughs> yes, it is! You have to! Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's... Should we talk about the date first? <laughs> yes, I think I think we'll go... Yes, we'll start with the date, and then we'll just work our way through it. Because, I mean, not, not too much happened uh, with the tower group. They kind of just yeah. scattered the area out. Nothing too crazy happened. They did... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yes. Let's talk about them first because they were. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Quite. Um. The yeah. the gag of uh Chetney coming up in the cable car like lying dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> and no one's there to see him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cause that um, there was a comment that I think Chetney had made because I mean we love we love meta jokes and stuff. Mm. How yeah. um, I think Chetney made some comment to Dorian who was like uh. Like what? Like what's wrong? You did you lose someone? You sound you sound like you lost someone that was like, yeah, like you're filled with guilt or something. 
Yeah. Uh, and then he says, like, well, I'm going off on my own now. Yep. I hope I don't die. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Somewhere. Yep. <laughs> what a troll. <laughs> it's so good. But then, but um, then, yeah. He's so sweet. to be dead. But it's, it's, you can't be, you can't trust him. It's like. No. Because he's, I feel like he's that type that, like, pounces on weakness. Um, yeah. In the sense of, like, not, not to be mean or not to be. Uh, no, yeah, of course bully, not. But, like, it is more a mechanism to protect himself of, if you see someone, you know, getting grasped on, he's going to add to the fire, and Dorian was the easy target for him. Um, but we did get the very kind of sweet scene with him and Dorian of, you know, like, like oh, yes, you, 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 uh, you must have had friends before. And she's like, friends? Friends? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that moment was so yeah, sweet. Yeah, you have friends. I too. And, like, holding hands. Oh. Um, yeah, that the hand, the hand on the shoulder and then the little... <laughs> <laughs> the little gnome hand. Yeah. It was very sweet. Um, but we didn't, yeah, we didn't really learn too much outside of just, you know, a sweet moment. Um, I'm trying to think if there was any any tells in that scene of, like, I don't our think theory, so. It was just theory. more, I don't think it was in a scene coming up, but again, it's the... Because Travis didn't do this with Ford, and, like, no one ever specifies this really when they roll perception checks, but mm -hmm. whenever like, Chetney rolls for perception, he's always like, do I see anything? Do I hear anything? Do I smell anything? Smell anything. Like, why? Why smell, Travis? Why? What's yeah. going on there? Oh, um, but no, it's, it just, it just lends, it just lends to the theory that Chetney isn't, mm. uh, isn't what he seems to be. So, only time's going to tell in that regard. Uh, but going back a little bit, uh, because uh, Matt had Fern roll a history check about yes. the Nightmare King. Mm. Um, going back a little bit. Uh, so, I guess that tells us that the Nightmare King is Fae from the Fae Wild yeah. or didn't, surrounding didn't that click on that at all like that was oh yeah that, it, it feels kind of obvious but it it was still a surprise when it happened i was like oh that makes sense someone called the nightmare king is from the fey realm mm -hmm. um but that's cool it's cool that it's a like a, a story or like a a, a what's the word like a legend from the yeah. fey world manifesting here in the material plane for whatever reason or whether it could just be someone you know taking the name of the legend we don't know but mm -hmm. it sounds pretty flat. it sounds pretty fucked up <laughs> like, yeah uh but i mean what matt had described it as it's like a tail hello figure that bent and twisted things for fun mm. so yeah, it's it's, it's like similar but I, it's it's, it's very fey like it's very fey yeah uh because i i thought of the traveler because the traveler did the same thing yeah. where he would just sow chaos just for the heck of it uh mm. But not in, like, a, a malicious manner. It was a very yeah. just, you know, keeping people humble is what it was. But this seems to be more <laughs> in the realm of nightmares, in the realm of, yes. of, of like, malicious intent and such, it's which like the, is a bad combination. Yeah. It's like the unseely version of the Seely Traveler, which, yeah. <laughs> like, just... Ooh. Yeah, no, that's that's a scary thought of, like, an evil traveler. Or, like, evil. evil's a hard word because you can't really assign evil and lawful to the Feywild, but like right. a, yeah. a night, a nightmarish traveler, um, mm -hmm. so to say. Um, 
it is, yeah, it's, it's cool that it is Feywild because it, I hope we get more Feywild stuff in this campaign in general. I'd love yeah. for them to travel to the Feywild. Um, they didn't in campaign two at all, did they? They didn't make it to the Feywild. I don't think they did. I mean, the Traveler, I think, talked about maybe going to the Feywild yeah. with Jester. Um, it's cl close for a while. I think even, I think it was like during the Moonweaver stuff. Like, I think Matt maybe said an option would be for them to go to the Feywild, like disappear to the Feywild. Um, yeah. But it's it's exciting to think that there is kind of like a bit of more of a pull in this campaign already for them to potentially go there because that's, that place is awesome and terrifying. It is. It is. There's a lot yeah. of potential for crazy stuff. And I think we definitely will because Fern yeah. is directly tied to the Feywild. Mm -hmm. and we already got like a, a teaser of that uh, in EXU. I can only yes. imagine that will be expanded on. I wonder if any of the new people in the party are going to mention her uh, her hand, her, her corrupted hand. hand. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if anyone's going to... It's a bit sus. <laughs> it is a bit like, sus. Uh, I guess it's also, you know, not drawing attention to people's appearances. <laughs> true. <laughs> Just being true. polite. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's it's really cool. I'm, <clears throat> I'm hoping that's where it's heading. Uh, but also, it's really scary, because just the description. And I also I loved Ashley kind of rolling with it, too. Like, she was adding to it, like, saying, yes, he would sneak into your dreams and <laughs> make them just yeah. awful. And Matt's just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll allow it, sort of thing. Um, but I guess that's, like, the freedom with talking about legends in D&D, because you mm -hmm. can be like, oh, yeah, this is what I heard about this particular thing. Might not be true, but this is what I heard. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a really yeah. cool, really cool play on that. And if so, if the night, if the Nightmare King is Fey, or at the like the very least Fey adjacent, uh, mm. then we can assume that whatever that thing was in the basement is also potentially Fey as well. They seemed very esoteric in nature, uh, mm. and again, I'm not. I'm not too knowledgeable when it comes to like D and D races and monsters, so I don't know if the reveal of the that being in the basement is actually something. Um, well, do we? But I don't know. We're, jump, we're jumping ahead. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we think that's? So that's I. We can assume that's Ira. Yes. Can we assume it's maybe the Nightmare King as well? Like, because the only maybe, mention but... of Nightmare King has been from the letter. It's not like. Vali gave a separate name to them. Um, True, but Vali did say something about like their patron. Their patron. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's that's yeah. what I think the Nightmare King. I'm still kind is. of on board with the patron being someone in the like the Shende Corum. In the Corum. Yeah. yeah. That that could be it as well. Definitely. They've um, employed like this Fey to sow chaos. Ooh, they've employed this Fey to sow chaos in the city, mm -hmm. so that. The con ch Chandicorum <laughs> can bring the Ivory Syndicate back in oh, to get rid of yeah. uh and maintain control. Which sounds like a real like dumb plan. <laughs> like let's bring oh, this nah, entity. That's, that's great. Uh, or it could be more an e a more evil plan. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of it just being a regular person being the the patron. Um, because I'm trying to remember what the letter said about the Nightmare King. It was just like. Gurge was delivered at the behest of the Nightmare King, or something along those lines. Right? And now yep. we're seeing Gurge being experimented on by Ira, by this creature. 
So that's just where I kind of put it together. Um, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking this is the Nightmare King. Um, yeah. But could be, yeah. But yeah. I subscribe. It'd be cool if it was like a big, yeah. Um, but yes. Anyway, back back. Uh, anyways, to the story. Uh, getting back on track. <laughs> the date. The date with pretty. And it was everything. It was everything that I hoped it would well, be. Well, first, first before the date, oh, yes. they tried to find a present for Pretty, some flowers. They did. And they managed to procure a trash, straight up trash. Yeah. Um, yeah. The natural ones. The natural which, ones this episode were, were really great. It, it wouldn't have been as bad, I don't think, if he hadn't have given, like, really sweet gifts. I know. <laughs> Well, I mean, they were just random yeah, vegetables. Yeah, there's something sweet but, about but it, yes, though. Yes, yes. <laughs> Very charming. His weren't, weren't rotten with maggots in it. <laughs> so, yeah. There's yeah. yeah. a bonus there. Mm -hmm. um, but no, gosh. Just Matt describing them entering and him sitting there, like, with a little bow tie on. I know. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But then, like, again, like we were saying earlier, like, the bets that were uh, being placed. So. Yeah, that was... That, even though it was, like, a positive thing, I guess, him saying, like, told you so really upset me. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> bastards! Like... <laughs> were they um, putting you down? Were they... Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, it, it was nice to see he got some vindication. Um, oh, yes. But that's the, that was the moment, too, where it was, like, if they hadn't have turned up, like, that's it. I'm... Oh. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Restart campaign three from the beginning. This is the worst <laughs> yeah. timeline. One hundred percent. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was just real sweet, and it was it was obviously meant to be played up as really yeah. sweet. And, yeah, and just a really fun, positive role play. Um, I, I don't think it could have gone too bad unless they like directly insulted him to his face or yeah, you know, pulled some kind of yeah. shenanigans. Um. But yeah, it was just a real sweet scene. It was. He was, was, was really, like, really sweet and really surprising towards the end. <laughs> like, yeah, because then yeah. they went to they went to the theater uh, after yeah. they had a nice little a little dinner, and mm. <laughs> they had the same dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the same dinner that they they had only a few hours ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love how Matt then like made him like a like a purveyor of like the arts. Arts and, and literature, and yeah, like and literature. <laughs> I thought, I thought for a moment it was him just like you know trying to sound kind of like yeah. like yeah. fancy, but like he got into it. Like he was mm -hmm. like, I'm going to return to my favorite novel. <laughs> like, I was... wish that they asked what the novel was. I can because, only imagine. Is that that? I think Matt was setting up for some kind of like a funny, like Easter yeah. egg drop uh, with that because he specifically mentioned. He's gonna go back to his favorite novel. Yes, because uh, I wanted yeah. it, I wanted it to be Tusk Love so badly. See, I was thinking. Um, I think I was thinking it was gonna be another uh, Darrington Brigade drop. Because <laughs> I'm still on board with this being. Yeah. Uh, buddy oh, buddy. Child. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> yeah. That would have been good. Oh, because because <laughs> then yeah, it could have been like, oh, what's your favorite novel? Oh, it's this uh, tale Story of uh, storybook about my dad. Uh, yeah. The dare, the daring trials and tribulations. Of daring yeah. Oh my god, that would have been so good, but they didn't ask. They didn't ask. Yeah. I'm so sad. 
This is why we need the after show back so that there's like questions I know. For, yeah. for Matt and the cast. Is like, what is, what is Prince? What was the book? book? What was the book, what Matthew? The book. The book's the new chair. What was the book? Yeah. It was the book of the Somnovum. Oh like, like, shit! Until he says otherwise, it could be. Did they not check? Book. Did they not check him for eyes? Oh my god! He's the nonagon. He's the nonagon. You heard it here first. You heard folks. it here first. Pretty he is the new nonagon. Pretty is the nightmare king. Um, oh. But then I. <laughs> and also a werewolf. Moving on. And also a um, werewolf. Uh, but anyways, I thought it was a really funny, then like, twist, if you will. Of like yeah. pretty being the one to like let them down, yeah, and like mm. friend zone them, if you will. I just uh, thought that was yes, <laughs> yeah. That yeah, it was great. Just the the <laughs> yeah, essentially the is not you, it's me. Yeah, but, yeah. But not, it wasn't even that. It wasn't even really that because it was there wasn't any problem. It wasn't a problem. There was just no spark. Um, right. Yeah, and sometimes just, like, that's just how it amicable. is. Amicable. Yeah, and and <laughs> the fact that he was like. So clear and open about it was like wonderful. You love to see it. You love to see like he didn't be like, all right, I'll see you next week, and then ghosted them or anything. Um, yeah, which yeah. I could, I could see them doing to him. So mm. it was like, really yeah, nice. Save time like, next week. Yeah. Uh huh. Awesome. Essentially, essentially Matt giving them an out from this yes. <laughs> scenario they found themselves in. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it was it was beautiful, and it just like it added more to that character of his sophistication and mm -hmm. his like emotional emotional sophistication as well. Yeah, yeah. So. There, are, there are many layers to Pretty the Ogre. There is <laughs> much many. to much to learn, much to learn. And we need to find out his favorite fucking book. <laughs> and that is the only thing I will care about for the rest of the campaign. Let's get a tweet chain going of asking Pretty's favorite novel, and maybe Matt will see it and respond. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I actually, but, but speaking of that, that talk, that talk show, I wonder, I wonder when that's coming. Mm. I mean, they said sometime yeah. 2022, so I mean, hey, 2022's arrived. So I guess yeah. we'll have to I, wait and see. I feel, I feel like maybe COVID's probably like still mucking oh, up yeah, a little for bit sure. and for that sure. sort of thing. Um, maybe, maybe in February, like they're getting Fox Markiner out of the way. They're getting the the one shot out of the way so maybe february march we might see might might see that come up i'm interested yeah i'm interested to see the format of it and how it's going to mm -hmm. run because obviously the live shows were great because you could have questions of the most recent episode yeah. now that they're filming mm -hmm. in advance it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate questions um yeah because before i think it was just like brian that had or like i guess brian and danny and Whoever else that like curated questions to ask or like different yeah. like talking points to, but they, to go but they over. Were also, like within the same week, so now yeah. that they're filming one, two, maybe three episodes ahead, it's going to be hard for us to for them to answer questions of something they filmed three sessions ago. Right. So, right. Yeah. So I'm not certain there'll be like a, a audience element to it again. It'll be more mm -hmm. of a deep dive breakdown, which kind of stinks, you know. but it is the yeah. nature of how they have to evolve their show uh, mm. moving forward. So, yeah, I guess it, you know, it is. It's fine. Send it all your questions to us and we'll yeah. answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And we will um, be 100% lore accurate. Always. Always. We've got our own lore master. We've got Adam. Oh, yeah. Adam's, like, killing it in chat all the time. Oh, exactly. 
Exactly. I mean, we, we essentially know all the nuances and all the backstory. Of course. Of I mean, characters. as we've said before, we we get a little sneak peek into the writer's room of Critical Role. You know, I'm, I'm breaching my NDA contract by saying that, but hey. Yeah, they're going to get you. They're going to get you. It's okay. They don't, they don't watch the stream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, it was yesterday, going off topic a little bit, yesterday when I was doing the alphabet thing. I was like, this will be the stream that they just happen to watch of me making the alphabet. I've been hearing some good things about this Nico Nielsen yep. and the work I've been doing with Critical Role fandom. I'm going to check them out and yep. see what they're all about. What and, the fuck is this? And, I'm, and it's, it's the point where I'm doing the, the W, the letter W, where I'm laid down. <laughs> Your legs yeah. down. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, if you're wanting to know what I'm talking about, Go to my second channel, Nico Nielsen VODs, and look at the most recent upload from last night's stream. Anyways, moving on, back on topic. Um, yeah. The date concluded, and I think it's time to shift focus over to Ashton. We got a lot of Ashton stuff this episode. A lot, a lot, a lot. I wasn't expecting it. I was, I, was, I was probably a little bit too, like, when Ashton got... Like, I like Ashton a lot. I, like, I, I think he gets kind of a little bit um, piled on by yeah. some of the community mm -hmm. being a bit brash and a bit like uh what's the word uh, secretive i guess um yeah. but i like that it kind of plays in with the character he has so a little bit when he was going off by himself i was like oh, okay this is going to be like you know another contact and it's just going to be more wordplay nothing yeah. really being said mm -hmm. um pleasantly surprised <laughs> yeah we got a lot of cool stuff but going back to your comment about like people maybe not not a lot of people, but like a, a minority of people not like liking yeah. Ashton for their attitude and all that stuff. When we just came off of campaign two and we had Bo. <laughs> yeah. Well, <to laughs> obviously a lot of people didn't like, a lot of people didn't like true. Bo. Also that. true. Also very true yeah. back in the beginning. Yeah. But like my, the point that I was trying to make is like, yeah. they should be used, used to those kind of characters now yeah, and should just yeah. like understand that, you know, I mean, it's just, this is how they are. For a lot of it, too, like, uh, Ashton's been kind of the savvy one of, you know, he doesn't directly trust Lord Esteros, um, mm -hmm. is very cautious about all the things they do that is with inside of the city, um, which, yeah, it's, it's, makes sense for the character. It's, uh, it might not be, you know, super friendly and open, but it makes super sense for the character, and... Yeah. I think we, we get to see more. I, th I still feel on this theory that Ashton is young. Like, mm -hmm. we've not got given an age, but he feels quite young. Um, he might not be, but I get I get like a real kind of, te not teenage, but, you know, early 20s kind of vibe from this guy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it kind of plays into that idea of, you know, a street kid. As we learn this episode, a, a street kid. Um, yeah, well. Grew up in a home. Well, yeah, street cute in the sense of because mm -hmm. that's that's I mean there's there's so much to talk about here but we can slowly uh, break it down. Um, so the the estate that he went to was the estate of mm -hmm. <clears throat> none other than J H a Gianna yeah. Hexum. Hexum, yeah, that was that was real cool. Mm -hmm. That was, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know why it was yeah. not unexpected when it happened, but it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, because if right from the start, I think Ashton said when they heard about the the JH on the crate, it was like, oh, I've got some ideas, like I've got a feeling, and then it does play out that way too because we see 
at the, at the front of her house, she has, like, these stone golems or, like, these statues that, you know, seem to move and, and um, follow. So she's got this kind of enchanted statue yeah, yeah. theme going already. So the mm-hmm. fact that she was ordering a stone golem, it's like, hmm, checks out, checks out. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the facts are, are lining up. Yeah. Um, but we got, we got a little, a few little tidbits that eventually got explained later that he owes a great debt to her. Um, he's done many jobs for her working off this debt. Um, a new job involving a, a lot of complicated rich people stuff, rich people shenanigans. Uh, so we can break, we can break that down a little bit. So essentially what we understand is there's a guy, there's some competitor, business competitor, <laughs> named, uh, where's my notes on that, that guy? Ivan Hytroga? Yeah. Ivan Hytroga, who boasts about his maximum security estate and how no one can break in. Uh, near a museum. Yeah, and then Gianna was like, oh, well, challenge accepted. Uh, and yeah. I guess they started a bet with also another individual named Isha Sabanis. Yeah. And um, it's... Yeah, the way I picked up on it was it's like, you know, rich people circles of... Oh, yeah. Uh, Gianna was robbed. They made mm-hmm. fun of her for it. And he's like, well, ha, 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 that would never happen to me. Like, yeah. uh, and they're like, oh, really? Sort of thing. So it's, yeah, it's setting up this kind of almost uh, quasi-competition of... Well, if you think you can beat by security systems, go for it. Like you have my permission to try, um, and yeah, this other this other NPC now, Isha Sabanis, is also involved with her own team, which yep. I'm excited for because I love team versus team stuff. Yeah, in D&D. yeah. Um, especially because you then get to be introduced to a whole range of new characters, um, mm-hmm. new NPCs that are, you know are just going to be delightful um, and potentially Easter egg-ish. We don't know, but yeah. there's always the potential. It's like, that. what if, oh, wow, like, what if... Because now I'm thinking I of a couple it. different things. Yeah. What if uh, it's like a Darrington Brigade that gets hired by, yeah, by Isha or... Now, the stubborn stock wouldn't be down here, but this other group that gets hired by Isha could end up being, like, the stubborn stock of this campaign, where they, like... Yeah. It's a semi-reoccurring group that they hear about. Yeah. Um, or or it could be the Nobodies. It could be Ashton's old group. Oh. Yeah. Which I think was... Which could be, like, a real kind of nice tie-in more to Ashton's story. Because Ashton was saying, like... Yeah, they left me. I'm fine. It makes sense. That's still yeah. gonna hurt. Like that's still gonna suck. Right. Yeah. Um, Unless to see that come more to the forefront of like they're actually not okay with that. Mm-hmm. They are actually um, quite hurt by that. Because I'd love to see. Ugh, just give me Talison like acting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love to see. Because like, I guess with with Caduceus we didn't see it too much. With Molly we got more like anger and outbursts right but when we had percy like percy's kind of emotional outbursts and like just he wasn't like he wasn't a dramatic bitch or anything but like he had Mm. like he had like really good long um moments of quite intense emotion so i want to see that again i want to see more of that (laughs) yeah i I hope we can get with ashton because he plays it so damn cool he plays it so damn like in control and 
you know, it's fine, it's fine, whatever, like, who cares, fuck, fuck this, and all this kind of bullshit. So, mm. it's nice to see, huh, nice to see them crack a little bit. <laughs> no, it, it, it's, it's, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it is, it is true, though. It is true. Um, and I guess we don't, we don't know the full extent of their relationship with the rest of the nobodies, but we do know, so I guess my question is, is because it's jumping up a little, jumping up a little bit because of some information that Ashen then revealed to the rest of the party, um, mm. is that he grew up on a place called the Graymore, the Graymore House? Graymore yeah, the Graymore House. House. Oh, the House of Graymore? The House of Graymore. It was something like that. In Basaris? Uh, Graymore State Home is what it was. Graymore the Graymore State, State Home. State yeah. Which is, so is that like a, from? is that like an orphanage? sounds like it doesn't it yeah that's what that's what i kind of picked up it sounds like an orphanage or, or like even just you know like a, a boarding house for yeah for orphans mm. um st yeah stay at home <laughs> feels feels that but seemingly now where they get their name from the uh, yeah but again we don't know they could be you know just the, the kid of the owners of right that's because that's what i was thinking uh because yeah. that goes back to my other theory about like, what if Ashton is a sim like a similar story of like Cyrus, where he wanted to, yeah, or or of like Dorian, where he wanted to leave the family, the rich family, mm. and you know be a rebel and stuff, mm. go against the grain of the family. Um, yeah, but it it is interesting because uh, if it if it is because that's where he met uh, the rest of the nobodies. They formed sort yes. of a gang, and then they they skipped town and uh, came to Drusar mm. to start a new life for themselves. As the Didn't go well. <laughs> Didn't go well, and that's and that's how we we learned that Ashen got his um his injury or their their head injury. Bump in the noggin. Yeah, a little a little rough, a little rough rough and tumble. And because we I guess we're getting the sense that uh yeah, and I might need to rewatch the first episode with Ashton's introduction, but Ashton we're, we're assuming has like a hard body or like a gem. Yeah. At least some kind of um geological uh flesh Ugh. yeah god didn't like didn't like it when i said it <laughs> um so so seemingly being able to be repaired with <laughs> geological processes yeah um which uh is cool and also weird to think about because i feel like if you're walking it's going to be like, <laughs> like mm -hmm. constant scraping noises but yeah, i don't know how that works um <laughs> uh but yeah no it was it was it was cool um them talking about them falling from the building and yeah. breaking. I got, my first thought was Buzz Lightyear falling from the. Oh no! <laughs> I could fly. Jeez. Yep. Um, Not this time. But yeah, I like the idea of uh, them being repaired with the gold and the slag glass. With shout out to Kiralee. Kiralee called that like in the first episode, saying, "I reckon oh, yeah. slag glass mm -hmm. in Ashton's head," and yeah, straight up slag glass. Yeah. Um, but as as Felice says in chat, suggesting that um, uh, Milo Milo used yes. some weird chaos fairy magic bullshit to fix them. Yeah, which would have been fine, except for the fairy part. Like I don't understand that because we get the sense that Milo's a budding, um, what's it called? What's the what's the class? What's the artificer? Artificer, yeah. yeah. We get the sense that Milo's a bit of an artificer, a bit of a tinkerer, mm -hmm. but I don't understand the fairy part of the, <laughs> that. Yeah. It could, could just be Ashton being Ashton, but it felt deliberate. The way, mm -hmm. like, 
describing the magic in that way. Um, who knows? I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe because Milo was Milo was described as human. I think right? so. Yeah. Yes. Can't remember. Uh, but obviously, so far this campaign seems to be pretty decently fey influenced. There's been a lot of fey themes popping up here and there. Human. Or yeah. human. Okay. Milo Crook um, living in the Crook House. Huh. Oh. Crook and Crook. Hmm. Do these kids just take the names from the house they grew up in? Well, well, there you go. I guess so. Good for them. Um, um, but it, but it, it is interesting if maybe Milo has their own fey magic that they have, or ooh. they struck a deal with someone who does have one, or they knew <laughs> they know someone who knows someone that has access to that kind of magic. Yeah, exactly. And if it is, if it is some weird. Because then here's the thing with Fey. They're all about, not all about, but, you know, they sow chaos. They have some fun. Mm -hmm. Pretty morally gray compass. Uh, what if this is like another prank of some sort? Like this weird Fey magic that now fills Ash. And like, what if somewhere down the line something happens where it uh, mm -hmm. backfires or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Fey magic tends to be a bit, uh, a bit funky. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just cool. It was, it was cool to get that confirmation of character detail. Mm -hmm. um, it was nice to, like, because there was that, the minor theory we had, too, that maybe Ashen didn't know who they were. Right. Um, uh, like, some kind of seemingly amnesia amnesia uh, accident. Not an amnesia accident. Amnesia <laughs> is a result of an accident. What would an amnesia accident look like? <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. Anyway, um... So, yeah, it's, we know that Ashen didn't have amnesia, um, has yes. a history uh, that has led them to this point, which I think's really cool. I, I, I really like Gianna. I think she's a really cool NPC. I like the idea that she's an old elf. Yeah. I know wild old elves. I think they're the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that she's, like, you know, clearly an older elf who has connections, is rich, is doing... Oh, yeah. I saw somebody in chat mention rat race. It's real rat race stuff that's happening here. Yeah, but yeah. She has her finger on the pulse a little bit. She's a little bit like Lord Esteros in the sense that, like, she knows what's happening in the city a bit. Um, and you get a judge of her character in the sense of, I mean, Ashton tried to steal from her, and she was like, well, I'm not going to turn you in or anything, but I'm going to get you to work for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side of things, it's like, hey, this person stole from me. I'm going to hunt them down until I get it back. And even when presented by someone she seemingly trusts saying, hey, this might not be the case. She's like, yeah, eh, prove it to me. So I get real kind of um, just, you know, old aristocrat with no, more leaning towards ne like neutral morals, I guess. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I I liked ha Ashton's respect for her. I thought that was really cool. Like saying, mm -hmm. I don't lie to this person. Um, I told them as it is, uh, and I get the same back. Like I fully like I fully trust this person. Um, yeah, I thought that was real cool. I, I, I like it. it's an interesting NPC because it's like ah, I'm not sure if I'm meant to like them too much, but I do. Right, <laughs> and you can definitely you can definitely tell there's uh, a maybe not on the surface, but. Deeper down, there seems to be some level of respect, like for each other, because uh, this is the first time we've seen Ashton interact with someone in this manner. Uh, mm. 
politely. <laughs> yeah, politely, yeah. Um, but I also like how even though they appear to be loyal towards uh, Gianna, um, I do like how they were still trying to mm. take focus away from Cyrus as being yes. the one at fault and just like mm. just poking that a little bit, being like, I think you're on the wrong track. Yeah. Got the wrong guy. Um, and and she specifically didn't push further because it was obvious yeah. like he had information, mm -hmm. but this wasn't his job. So it wasn't so much like, well, tell me what you know. Like, right. Because it's like, I've hired, this is not, this is not my job. This is just <laughs> something I want figured out. So I've hired people to take care of this. If it's important, they'll figure it out sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that, that was a nice touch him not, I, I don't think he would purposefully sell out Dorian no, and Cyrus. No. But it was a possibility if, if you're going in there saying, hey, I think you've got the wrong person. And they're like, why? Yeah. Um, but yeah. she didn't ask why. She's just like, all right, well, if you can prove it, sure. But for now, uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's more or less all we got from mm. that conversation. Uh, yeah. New job, little Ashen backstory. Uh, but now there's the whole potential of learning more about this strange fey magic that seems to have corrupt not, not corrupted them, but uh, inspired this unique magical capability that they're able to now use. Yeah, yeah because it's, I, I'm wondering if they had their chaos magic, chaos barbarian magic prior to this incident. Mm -hmm. That's not clear yet. Um so that'll be interesting to find out. And it's exciting, too, that they have a job offer outside of the city. They can potentially travel to yeah. Hartmore, mm -hmm. which is maybe, I don't know, a couple of days, a week or so away. So we've got travel episodes, maybe. Yeah, so, so now I'm like, because while we have been getting some pretty big, uh, like, main story arc-esque things happening... Mm. Uh, with all of these still like side quests that are popping up like this this estate heist there's still Oshad Brescio that they can talk to oh God. And now there's still I didn't the... even think of him this episode <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's it's like Oshad who like there's more yeah. there's bigger things to worry about now um but depending on how next episode goes because of how this one ended if mm. things go well i mean that this could just be the end of that arc of the Nightmare mm. King arc, if they're able to defeat this person, or I don't know what's going to happen, but this this could also just be like a side quest arc. Um, yeah. This this strange volley and Nightmare King and all this random stuff, um, mm. or it could you know still just be like the the building blocks of a greater overarching story that Matt is yeah. that Matt's working on. That I'm leaning. I think I'm leaning more towards that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it wouldn't be surprising for Matt mm -hmm. to set things up so early in the campaign. And right, yeah. we've talked about like, uh, uh, how Duggar, I feel like Duggar's still out there. I don't want to say out there. It makes me sound crazy. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's, I feel like Duggar is still a threat in the sense that they might be related to what's been happening here, whether this creature is doing you know experiments on creatures and Duggar was just a result of that. Um, there's still some shady stuff happening within the spires like all the shade are they shade creepers shade creep yeah yeah all the, the shade, shade creepers, creepers. Yeah. there's all sorts of things happening with that so i do like the idea that it is kind of an over overarching arc that mm -hmm. 
potentially setting for something up later. But I, again, it could also just be, hey, this is a neat little, neat little mini boss I've thrown in for you guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of potential. I'm definitely, have you seen, I guess I'll save that for when we get to that, that part. Um, but once all the groups were finished with their various activities and goals, they all reconvened once again at the tavern to go over the different things they went through. They talked about the date. They talked about scouting out the tower. And this is when Ashton did his, their big uh, lore dump about the nobodies, where they came from, how they got their injury, uh, the repair with Milo. Dumped it all. Um, yeah. And no, 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 no. bringing up the idea of this job. And it seems like they're all pretty on board. Uh, because this would be a good way to gain the favor of Gianna and potentially uh, removing the bounty on yeah. Cyrus's head. Uh, but she, I mean, she also implied, and Ashton also implied this as well, that if they are somehow able to get proof that Cyrus wasn't the one who took it, then she would have no problem with shifting the blame towards someone else. Um, it's yeah. just Cyrus is just the best lead that she has. And so what if they, what if it comes to pass that it was this Ish Sabanus's crew that had stolen from her and like, they, they go to this place and this crew's walking around with like a stone golem or something like, Interesting. I feel like it'd be a hard thing to hide, but I yeah. feel like this is rich people bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, that actually that that could make sense. That could be Matt's way of trying to tie up that mini mini storyline. Mm. Um, there's a there's a bunch of different little minor stories happening mm. in the background and such. So that that could actually be a pretty interesting way. Uh, mm. Yeah, like you said, more rich people being being rich people, <laughs> and us 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 the pawns in their little game. Uh, but it did seem like they were keen on on doing a heist. Not I I love. I love a good heist. So oh, that'll yeah. be a lot of fun whenever whenever they're able to get to that. Seems like they have a lot on their plate so far already. Uh, and Matt kind of, like, knew that as well. Because, like, like Gianna's saying, like, yeah, you know, don't take too long. But, yeah. you know, just let me know when, when you're ready. And we can, uh, and we can head over. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they got a lot to deal with. But they decide to go back to the tower. Back to the tower because... Yes. Chetney has been very adamant on getting back down into that basement, seeing if yeah. seeing if Gurge is down there. Yes, um, must get to Gurge. Yeah, uh, but arriving back in the tower, obviously security is very heavy in the area after a break-in in one of the towers, and the horror theme continues in this uh, in this scene multiple times. Because I think the first one was when they were talking to one of the guards and this was the one one yes. where it came out of the they, wall yeah they they failed their stealth and oh yep more bad stealth rolls yep mm -hmm. yeah and it was i think this was before they even climbed the wall but it was just like yeah they they were immediately spotted by a guard and it wasn't it wasn't in anything accused you it's just like hey like you guys should probably leave yeah like, mm -hmm. <laughs> um yeah, they, they fucked up with so many guards this <laughs> this session. The poor, the poor, the poor minds. I couldn't, I couldn't cope. I wouldn't be able to cope with that sort of thing. Oh heck no. Mm. Nope. I would have been passed uh, out like that one guard too. 
I would not have been okay. That, that was great. That that one where like it was because that, that was after they got over the wall. Yeah, they were over the um, wall, and they again failed their stealth check. And so this this man was coming towards them, and oh, the the flower girl, and then the running, and the, yeah, it and was, the jo- one of them was like jawless or something. Yeah, so I think the flower girl she had like Jeez. her hair down in front of her yeah. face, and when she looked at it, it was just like a gaping hole in oh, her mouth. And God. <laughs> and then lunging at like Ugh. Lorna with minor image is dangerous. It's oh yeah, very dangerous. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no the uh, <laughs> they, they successfully got in without sneaking. Really, they had two encounters with yeah. guards and still managed to make it in. So it's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. I like them. I love I love utility magic. So it was really cool to see yeah. them get played out a little bit. Um. <laughs> very very underrated. Those mm. minor illusions, silent image. You know, these low-level yeah, spells that have a lot of yeah. flexibility and, and yeah. utility in it, and it's, it's working out, and it totally fits the theme of Laudna and all of this this oh, horror 100%. stuff surrounding surrounding her. Um, but it, yeah, like you said, they made it in. Um, the desk now booby trapped and such, but not Very a problem well. for not a problem for, for Jetney and their. Uh, Woodworking tools, making a hole in the in the drawer to press the button once again. And then I love because Travis, we already know Travis is the player who's mentioned many times before how he loves to push to push buttons. He loves to mm. to, 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 to yeah. prod the bowl, if you will. Um, it, it makes for an interesting story. It makes for interesting character moments. It helps further the narrative in interesting ways. So Chetney being like a huge uh, advocate for pursuing whatever individuals are in the basement was was yeah. really good. But again, in this scene, do I do I see anything? Do I hear anything? Do I smell anything? Chetney, what do you mean by that, though? It's just we haven't had any definitive kind of rogue aspect from this guy, or like, or like. Because cause it could just be a werewolf rogue. All right, base, base theory. Yeah, 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 but for sure. There's been nothing to suggest other than characteristics, which any class could really have. Um, mm-hmm. There's been nothing to fully cement Chetney as a rogue. Like, their dex is low. They've not done any unique rogue abilities. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, please, chat. I love to be corrected when I'm wrong. Oh, yes. But, no, but seriously, dude, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've not seen any specific rogue abilities. Um, we've seen, like, you know, they can turn invisible or they, they have, like, what, a plus four to their sneak? Like, at level, what are they, level four? Or are they level five now? Level four, right? They're level four, yes. Like, like a plus four to this. It should be higher than that. Now, they could be playing a... a uh, wait, that is... oh, you can keep going, but the, the stream oh. is oh hurting a bit oh, for no. some reason. God. If it stops, I just said something amazing. If it's just coming back in now, I just blew this whole case wide open. <laughs> Ow. We're back. But yes, sort of. Genie's pool Genie's Pool is saying it much better than I am. All his rogue stuff appears to be from magic items. So I it, ugh, like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense nope. why we've got all this rogue stuff not showing any kind of actual rogue abilities. We've got... And 
we said it already in this episode, Travis is a troll, so it could just be him completely trolling the community, but it feels too... It feels too right. I feel like... I feel like um, he's going to paint us for fools. Um, oh, yeah. But but it just... It sets it up too nicely for, for him to be, like, a werewolf, for him to possibly be a blood hunter. Like, Order of the Lycan? Maybe? Like... Mm-hmm. There was a moment earlier in the episode, and I made a gif of it, and it was them talking. I can't, I can't actually remember now what they're talking about. I was too distracted by this this <laughs> conversation. But Dorian made a, a throwaway comment, like it's a euphem, euphemism. I can't say that word. Euphemism. But he said something along yeah. the lines of wolves in the night, like yes. We're talking oh about wolves yeah. And Travis was writing in his book, and he looks up and he goes, "Wolves in the night," and yeah. and Dorian's like, "Yeah, sure." Like you know, it's just a saying. Yeah. He's like. Hmm. Hmm. And then goes back yep. to his book. I swear yep, to God. Yep, yep. I swear to God. Like, I wrote that down if too. Fucking, if he's fucking with us. <laughs> like, like, but with Travis, like it's 50-50, it feels like. Oh, that's it. At this it point. It feels so well set up and so obvious. But then you're like, it's like, this is too obvious. Wait a second. Yeah. This guy is tricking us. And mm-hmm. I want to be excited and, and theorize it. But I'm also like, I need to have like a content warning of I know that I'm probably wrong on this. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't at me. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm 100% on board this train and I will I will cop it if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I will own up to it. Um, yeah, it, it like it, there's just too many things that are lining up that yeah. really help that theory out. So, and I will say, if you're interested in that theory, you should check out our Discord because we've shared. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the name of the the lovely person on Reddit who posted it. There's a really well written breakdown of why why Chetney is mm-hmm. a werewolf, um, and it's it's brilliant. Like, uh, yes, because we we're kind of we we're kind of feeling it for a while, but then this was it was by. Siegfried, I think, but it's S-Y-E-G-F-R-Y-E-D. I'm going to post it in the chat. Um, yep. It's it's a real good read if you're interested in following this theory with us. Um, my word. <laughs> I yeah. can't. I can't. I, like, I'm excited. At, when I, when I first read it, I was like, this this has to be it. This has to be everything. Yeah, you, you sent me, because um, this, this user has made two posts now yeah. about it. Um, and you sent me the first one, and I was just like, I can't, I can't with this I can't. guy. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. oh my God, <laughs> this is accurate. I'm going to be... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, oh, it'd be the biggest twist. It'd be the big... Well, it needs to happen. It needs to right. happen. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's just something that has to happen. Um... We need to move on, because I will go on. But, uh, but yeah, I was going to say. But anyways, <laughs> Chetney descending the staircase once again. And it seems like they're Ira, whoever this individual is, is experimenting on some weird electrical blue stones, whatever the heck they are. But it was also uh, revealed that Gurge is, in fact, uh, down in this mm. holding area, this basement. Um, we know that Gurge is a dwarf, correct? I don't know if that's been confirmed. Maybe. I feel like maybe I'm getting Gurge and, like, Durga mixed up. Uh-huh. 
Oh, maybe we don't know. Yeah, we also, yeah, we also, just, I don't know. Okay, I just assumed dwarf for some reason. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. Um, um, but I was getting, and this was going to say, I, I don't know if you've seen Arcane, the show on, uh, mm, on Netflix, or anyone else has, but the, the blue crystals were reminding me of the, uh, the hex, the hex gems from Arcane, uh, and this scientist individual, Ira, was reminding me of Singed, also from Arcane. Um, but I wonder what the heck is up with these these blue crystals. It, it was, like, strong Frankenstein vibes to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but also what they were saying of, like, sharing your gift. Like, yes. That's concerning. That um, is. Because that, that feels like, you know, werewolf plague a bit. Right. Um, and the fact that we also know that this character wants people brought to them um mm -hmm. and like they they what they mentioned at one point like bring me a mahan child like they they want these people brought to them whether to i don't know just experiment on them or we think there's more people in this room as well because we noticed cages were surrounding the room yeah um this could be like a real kind of like I say Frankenstein, but now thinking more of it, it's more of like a Dr. Moreau kind of thing of like mm -hmm. experiments on creatures and on, I mean, not that Gurge is a creature, Gurge is a person. Yeah. Gurge is a person, but like experiments on on living things. And it's almost, it's almost kind of too, and I saw someone mention this in another Discord um, mm -hmm. that I sometimes visit, um, Lou Bofin mentioned uh, Simic hybrids from... Uh, Eberron are kind of like this, like where you like oh, doing experiments yeah. and creating with creatures and things like that. Um, so yeah, I'm getting a real strong Frankenstein Moreau vibe from this mm -hmm. fucking terrifying and off-putting NPC. Like, ooh, it's ooh. it's terrifying. It's terrifying. The entire design of this character: eight feet tall, skinny. Uh, Long legs, arms, fingers, the whole ordeal. Bald, no nose, super long ears, full Just green eyes, massive eyes, no jack-o'-lantern smile. I what? mean, it's full, it's full, like, if you see a Nightmare King, that kind of fits. That, I would that, have nightmares, yeah. The fact that, like, Matt described him as like kind of like an Ichabod Crane-esque yeah. the Disney film and also um, a bit of like Jack Skellington it's yeah. all like it's all like linked to that concept of you know nightmares and you know yeah I mean uh, Jack Skellington's from <laughs> the nightmare before Christmas so. yeah um but yeah it's 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 a real spook it's real spooky I like the idea that it is like probably a fae creature um, right yeah whether or not they're affiliated with any sides in the Feywild, mm -hmm. I mean, they still they seem pretty fucking dark. They seem pretty unsealy, but whether or yeah. not they're actually linked with the courts, um, I just want to know, like, maybe they came through one of the portals that was opened recently. Maybe it's a recent thing. Um, but it feels like this has maybe been going on for a little while. Like, because we've heard... Yeah, it seems like they've had a lot of time to yeah. work through all this stuff. Um, and the fact that they just weren't... They weren't at all... Like, I'd be surprised if it starts with rolling initiative at the start mm -hmm. of the next session. I feel like it's going to be a conversation first. Um, and I 
get well, I don't want to guarantee that sounds stupid I feel like there's going to be traps in this place like oh for sure yeah this Definitely. is like this is a lair lair action kind of oh um, I'm with the Nightmare no. King that sounds pretty legendary because like we, we obviously don't know we can assume that this has been going on for a while so mm. is that massacre that happened 35 years ago is that linked with this Nightmare King individual yeah who knows? What if this is like a Jeepers Creepers sort of thing, and yeah. they appear every every twenty? Was it like sixty? Yeah. I can't remember. I haven't seen Jeepers mm -hmm. Creepers in a while, but they appear every like couple of. Or is that it? I'm getting it. My yeah, yeah, stuff. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pennywise mm -hmm. turns off every so often. Um, yeah. But yeah, something like that, and that making turns up oh. for for a couple months, and so is chaos. Um, oh. I just like it. It's cool. It's spooky, but it's the spooky that I can handle. Like the Somnoman body horror stuff, I was just a bit like, oh my god, like, yeah. this is gross. Yeah. <laughs> this is harming my my brain. Um, yeah. But this is like, oh spooky, spooky, yeah. scary skeleton. Spooky, <laughs> like, spooky mystery horror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So That's I can great. deal with this sort of stuff. I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. But it's nice that we're finally. We're finally getting into the the meat of things again. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Gurge down here, so they can somehow free Gurge, mm -hmm. and they can go full beast werewolf, maybe. Yeah. That could be there nice. Was a, there was a really fun comment too on last week's what the sheet in the comment section. Someone suggesting that maybe Chetney is hunting Gurge. Ah, <laughs> um, oh. which is a is a very potential theory as well. I like that idea because <laughs> it could yeah. be. Could be a reiteration of I see him there strapped to the table. Oh my like, god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be, could be a return mm -hmm. of that. That'd be hilarious. Um, oh yeah, and Chetney's actually like a a werewolf, a werewolf hunter. hunter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I like I like this idea that Gurge, you know, is helping Chetney with their transformation. Yeah. I saw yeah. someone in chat too just earlier, uh, Michael Morningblade saying Chetney the Werebeaver. <laughs> he might not be I a think, werewolf. <laughs> well, because uh, that was something that we talked about last night uh, during my yeah. pre-stream. We were like, what kind of, like, I think uh, someone had mentioned that Chetney would be, like, the smallest, the smallest werewolf ever. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think Natasha had said, uh, he, he, he's not a werewolf, he's a were-chihuahua. Oh. <laughs> That's adorable. I do like the idea that it's potentially like a different lichen. Like it could be like a yeah. were rat. Were rat cool to begin with, or like yeah, it could be like a were, were beaver was funny. That that caught my attention. <laughs> um, it works with the woodworking. It works. <gasps> that's good. Were beaver. That's yeah. good. I like it. <laughs> On board, hundred percent. I'm invested. Chetney is a were beaver. You heard it here, here you first, everyone. Imagine. You heard it here first. Could you imagine? I could see Travis like, doing that. He starts to like transform, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's all!" Yep. And then like the transformation yep. is like a beaver gnome hybrid. Yep. Or a were yeah, Kato Dice is a were woodpecker, also. Yeah. <laughs> That's a horrifying image. <laughs> <laughs> I but Jesus. I am now a hundred percent on board. Yeah. Fever. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be it. That'll be, that'll be our our unhinged theory of the night, that Chetney is going to be a were beaver. I love it. There it is. I love it. I'm so I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what do we what do we hope for in the next episode? Mm. I do all I do also hope for a conversation. I think there mm -hmm. could be a lot of interesting things that this person could just have to say. Um, mm. Maybe involving Gurge, maybe involving Chetney. Like maybe this individual would be like, "There's something about you, Chetney." Like he doesn't. Th yeah. This thing doesn't know Chetney's name, but you have a similar well, I mean, gift as Gurge. It seems. I can sense it within you. There's a lot to choose from with this group. You've got like Imogen, who's a hollow one. You've got yeah. not not Imogen, sorry, Lorna, who's a hollow Lorna, one. Lorna, yeah. Imogen has psionic abilities. You've got Burn, FCG, who is from the Fae. Yeah, 100%. You've got, a, like, FCG, a living automaton. Um, yeah. I feel like the only ones that are safe for the Dorian and Orum. They're just like, oh, we're just, you know, we're just dudes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, that's a good point, too. Um, Candidus is hoping they sleep. Like, uh, what? When... When was the last time they slept? Oh. How are they going with their abilities? Because they've used a few spells and They've used items. some password traces. They've Lana's burned the imposing presence. Um, I think Orum used his gust of wind item. And his boots of I leaping. Think. I don't know how often he can use boots of leaping. Yes. So they've ex they've expended some things. Uh, a calm emotions earlier. But mm. I think they're still fine. I think they're yeah. still fine. I think I think because again, there's eight of them, so I mm. think they could even if this individual is a higher level, I think they still could yeah. take them on. Because uh, I feel like they're not like I don't see Chetney leaving without Gurge. So no. yeah, it's either going to be a turn of events where this where this creature gives them Gurge. Or it's going to devolve into combat. Mm -hmm. um, or it's going to devolve into Chetney stabbing Gurge in the chest. Um, who knows? Who yeah. fucking knows Chetney and Travis, honestly? It's Ooh. it's actually amazing at this point how we can't even... We don't even know what to expect from, from Travis anymore. But this just goes back to the beginning of the campaign where Marisha was like, all bets are off. You know, expect yeah, the unexpected. 100%. Throw all expectations out the window. This is going to be yeah. a wild ride. And still, every episode goes by, and that statement remains true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Only, I'm really excited yeah. for the next the next session. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be the last the last one for a couple weeks. Uh, yeah. Because then the week after is the guest battle royale and Legends That's of Vox Machina. So, yeah, yeah, exactly two weeks from today. Legends of Vox Machina, the first three oh, episodes yeah. will be out. Ooh. Coming That's up. exciting. It's coming up. I'm gonna have to avoid the the Twitters beforehand because I know oh, the yeah. are gonna be able to mm -hmm. watch it just before. Um and yeah, gonna have to gonna have to avoid any spoilers. I'm so excited. There's gonna be so it's much content. So like I I started video editing with AMVs, <laughs> which like Oh yeah. I love AMVs. Who didn't, who didn't no shame. Um but I just, I, th I think like, oh no, this is dangerous. This is going to be animation of something that I'm really yeah. invested in. That I feel like I could probably do some, some, some editing with. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but no, I'm super excited. The one shot also sounds really exciting. Because who do we yes. have in that? We've got Sam DMing. Mm -hmm. So it's already going to be chaotic. Exciting. Um, we've got Fira. Yep, Fira, Fira Rai. We have Sprig. Uh, we have 
Mila. Yes, I... Also incredible, like, because... Mm-hmm. Sprig was a what was what was Sprig's class? Here's a here's a question for everyone. What oh was Sprig's class? boy, Rebecca Shaw is gonna be there. I'm excited for more Wilfredale. Oh yeah, he's great. I can't remember what Sprig was. If they were a wizard, or if they were a druid, I think they might have been yeah. a wizard. Arcane trickster. Okay. That makes more sense, yeah. Ah. A, wi- a rogue wizard. Rogue wizard. That, that, yeah. we base, that's basically what you said. Um, yeah. So we've got Fear Arai, so monk, mm-hmm. rogue, druid with Nala. Uh, fighter. Kishaw was a fighter. Yeah, Kishaw was a fighter. Other. And... One yeah, there was five... Break. I'm trying to think. think. I'm not going to look at chat. I'm not going to look at chat. I want to figure it out. Now I'm trying to remember as well. Maybe that was it. I think I thought it was five, not four. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Oh, Kishaw's cleric. Kishaw's oh, a cleric. My bad. My bad. Yes. I said it was so much conviction as well. <laughs> yes, Kishaw, the fighter. <laughs> Tova, Tova, that's right. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, Thank Tova. you, Eugene. Is a fighter. Is a werebear fighter. Alright. Huh? Alright. We know our yeah. stuff. Welcome to the we, podcast. We talk about Critical Role here. We are the experts that you come to and rely on for all of the uh, lore and shenanigans that happen. Bloodhunter! So. She's a goddamn Bloodhunter, not a fighter. Ah! <laughs> I mean, that's close. That's close. It's essentially, yeah, it's essentially the same. The martial class, kind Bing. of. It's been a oh, while. It's but, been a while. Yeah, yeah. It's With been a like, while. It's been a long time since since campaign one. Uh, yes, I get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just, we gotta be humbled. We gotta be humbled. Yeah. Yep, we can't um, always. Yeah, Order of the Lycan. Could that be a yeah. reason why they brought they brought Tova on? Just there. to put it in our minds. Because she was a dwarf, and yeah, she was a dwarf that turned into a massive werebear. Which yeah. is really cool. Oh, no, I'm excited. She has the ring of invisibility. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be absolute chaos. Uh, I love Sam as a DM. It, he's so funny. He really he really leans into the the chaotic aspects of everything. Yeah, and is willing to just do it for the lulls. So, That's very cool. definitely really excited for that. Definitely really excited for yeah. Legends of Vox Machina. That's going to be... Gosh. My it's gosh. been like two years, three years in the making now-ish. Yeah. Two and a half, three years. When was, when was their first announcement of it? 2019, was, I think. Early 2019. Where, oh, God, 2019. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, because it... Maybe it was 2020. I don't think it was 2020. Uh, no. It was definitely because, 2019. Oh god, it's time. Time moved. It's forward. weird. It's weird. It's been weird. Time has been a very strange soup, uh, the past several years, but we're we're still trucking along, and I'm thankful to have Critical Role to uh, keep us keep us sane, keep us together mm. in these in these very very trying times. Um, mm. But is there anything else we want to talk about uh, from this episode? There was a lot. I'm really interested in all of the Ashton lore 
that was dropped yes. to us this episode. The origins of the nobodies, uh, the debt that he has to Gianna, the origin mm -hmm. of his uh, their injury, the magic that they have. We got a lot, but there's also still yeah. some, like, why is it yeah. this chaotic magic? What's it going was, on there? It was an episode of Lost. We got long yeah. answers and even more questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I definitely feel lost at, at different points, but it's nice. It's nice that we have like set goals now, as I've said before, yeah, it's nice true. that they're, they're on like a good path. Um, and Multiple I'm terrified of the nightmare. King. Oh, hundred yes. percent. Absolutely terrified. Like, Name well-deserved. Yeah. I'm excited to find out what the fuck they're doing. Oh yeah. Like, and if they can be stopped. Um, yep. Because, again, this might be a thing where it's just like, all right, well, peace, I'm out, back to the Feywild, something, see you in 20 years. Like, I yeah. I worry for, I worry, I worry, full stop. Yeah, I just I just worry is all. There's just a, a sense of worry Yeah. in, in, in the air. But because um, if, if this is a homebrewed character and they're dubbed the Nightmare King, like I can only imagine, like, what their combat capabilities could be. Sounds pretty, uh, pretty terrifying. Ten, and let's ten foot reach at the very least. <laughs> oh yeah, and let's also not forget their name is Ira. Could still have some Angry. loose connection yeah. to the Somnovum, in a oh, way, God. maybe because the Somnovum are also very dream based. So Indeed. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still, until shown and proven otherwise, I am going to, I'm gonna be on the. The loose Somnovum train connection. And how is it that we're we're into this campaign and we've got all these things happening, and the fact that Delilah Briarwood is still around? And like, yes, and I've I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I remember that last time. I'm like, oh yeah, she's in this campaign. Yeah, what Delilah's back in some capacity. What the fuck like, is up with that? Yeah, it's a uh, there's it's a lot. There's this campaign yeah. is yeah. wild. Um, and I'm excited for, yeah, excited for confrontation, I'm excited for mm -hmm. heist, I'm excited for way beavers, I'm excited for it all. <laughs> excited for the anger of Shad, mm. yes. assassination attempts, excited for it all. Uh, mm. but... The friend, the friend of Oshad oh. Bressio that, oh, like, yeah. contacted Fox Yeah. Parker. Like, who the And there's still, that? there's still, the well, I mean... I think the the theories of the anger being Grok has died down because I mean he's yeah. shot Brescio. So, but, but the, the friend, friend could be the friend could be could Grok. Be, could or be. it could be like I feel like if we're going to go for a reasonable expectation, my guess would be Callie Shortholt. That's going to be Oh, my, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my regular person guess. Uh -huh. <laughs> As in like my yeah. tempered normal guess. But my crazy theo uh, Theotic? Oh, far out. Sure. Not yeah. It's Grog! That's what I wanted to be. <laughs> yes, <make>. yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I would anyway. be down. I would be down for that. Uh, but I guess with all that being said, is there anything else we want to touch on in this episode? I don't think so. I think we covered all of our... It was a short episode. But it was. It was, a, it was a very short episode. And mm. yet still it felt very long with the amount of craziness that happened. Let's just hope that they got all of the bad rolls out of the way yeah. with this one and that they'll be on top of it if 
combat ends up breaking yeah. out. And correct me if I'm wrong, the last combat was against the wall, right? They haven't had yeah. mm-hmm. proper roll initiative combat since then. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Chetney in proper combat. Nope. No, we haven't. So I'll be... There's got to be there's got to be some reveals that Travis is planning. Give it to us, Travis. Come on. Oh it's got to. But I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. So on that on that longing note of more <laughs> Chetney reveals, we're going to go ahead and end it there. Going to go ahead and end it there. So as always, y'all, thank you so much for joining us for this wild discussion of beavers where beavers and haunted towers and laudna just being fun creepy as always thank you so much for joining us in the live chat thank you to everyone who's going to be watching this on the youtube upload or listening to on spotify or anchor or wherever else this podcast may find itself thank you so much for for joining us and showing your support if you're looking to support us even further, be sure to follow us on Twitter at WhatTheSheetPod on Twitter. We post updates on when we're going live, uh, and you know you'll just it'll just keep up to date on what's going on with uh, with the podcast and all that stuff. So be sure to <laughs> yes, be sure to give us a follow, and also be sure to join our Discord server. A link is also in the description below. It's a great place to hang out uh, with other fans of the show. Uh, but it also goes beyond that. We have a Minecraft server. We have a bunch of other stuff going on. So it's a fun place to hang out if you're looking for some friends. Uh, it's great. So yeah, you can be sure to join the join the Discord server. Um, as always, don't forget to love each other. Spread the love. Make sure 2022 is the year of love. We got to spread it around. The world needs more love in it. So yeah, make sure you're just spreading that love around. Uh, but most importantly... Don't forget to love yourself. That is actually the most important thing you can do. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Drink some water. Eat some food. Get plenty of rest. I'm proud of you. And thank you for being here with us. So, all of that being said and done. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this glorious earth. And we'll see you all very soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.